Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, personal trainer and nap connoisseur, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, I took a look at what are the factors that make a weight loss diet successful. So if you're interested in the factors that make a weight loss diet successful, then you should check out last week's podcast. This week, as I promised at the end of last week's podcast, I'm going to look at the four most popular diets from 2022 and discuss some of the pros and cons of each of them. Now, I'd like to point out the way I found out that these were the most popular diets is I looked at a website that said these were the most popular diets. So if you have a disagreement, actually, these were the most searched for diets. And they did point out on there that looking up a diet doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to do the diet, but at least there was interest in them. So these four diets are the ones that I picked. Also, as I said last week, just about any diet will work if you're actually doing it and you pay attention to what you're eating because that's the biggest thing is actually mindfully eating instead of mindlessly eating and all of these diets as i did the research had just about the same efficacy as far as being able to lose weight so what you have to do is compare these as to which one would sound the best to you and which one do you think you could stick with because that's the key is being able to stick with it long enough to reach your goal. Now I would also like to add that the absolute best diet would be one-on-one working with a diet and exercise specialist but since most of us are not going to work one-on-one with a diet and exercise specialist we're going to look at the four most popular or most searched for diets of 2022 and the number one search for diet was intermittent fasting intermittent fasting simply means that once in a while you go longer than you normally would without eating you know if it's continual fasting that means you just don't eat so intermittent fasting you don't eat as much once in a while And the most popular types of those are the 16-8, and I think that's the most popular. You go 16 hours a day without eating, and you eat pretty much whatever you want to for 8 hours a day. There's the eat-stop-eat, that means you eat as normal. You take a 24-hour break, and then you eat as normal again, and you do that. Or there is the 5 by 2 And in two days that are non-consecutive days, you limit your calories to about five to six hundred calories a day, which is very low. And then the other five days you eat as much as you want to. And for any of these diets, it seems that you can't you in the little shorter period of time that you're eating, you don't make up as many calories. So you're at a calorie deficit. So you actually do lose weight. And in addition to losing weight, all the blood numbers that go with like the blood pressure and cholesterol and all that go with being overweight improve as the diet continues. One thing that is kind of neat to notice about this, it appears that eating late at night really messes up your body's biological clock because that's not whenever we're normally supposed to eat. We're supposed to be asleep. So your body, one part of your body's clock says you're supposed to be asleep. And the other part of your body's clock says you're eating and that throws everything out of balance. So if you're going to do the intermittent fasting, make sure that your eight hours that you eat is not late at night. You know, you probably stop at a a reasonable dinner time, maybe seven or eight. I don't know. But make sure that you don't eat late at night. 
Now, when you're intermittent fasting, you can eat pretty much anything you want to whenever you are allowed to eat. But the biggest drawback to this is just being hungry. A lot of people just can't go 24 hours without eating or can't go 16 hours without eating. And, and it take, those that can, it takes a good bit of getting used to. But once you do, it seems to be a good diet. The next one is the keto diet. And that's where you get 60 to 80% of your calories from fat. 10 to 30% of your calories from protein and 5 to 10% from carbs. It's a really effective diet. You don't feel hungry because the carb because the protein and fat keep you feeling full. Um, it's fairly easy to switch to. Um, it does uh, lower your blood glucose. However, many of the studies found that because of the amount of saturated fats that are associated with this diet, that it did cause an increase in LDL cholesterol, which is lousy density lipoproteins. That's the bad stuff. So they don't know long term what kind of effect this would have on your cardiovascular health. One of the thing is, uh, other thing is that a lot of times you can become very short of protein, you know, because you're eating so much of this from fat and your body absolutely has to have glucose. If you do not have glucose, your body will take apart protein and put it back together as glucose. And so as you're losing some of that protein to be turned into glucose, that can be a problem. Now, one thing, in addition to the fact that you stay fairly satisfied, fat and protein are harder to digest than carbohydrates so you burn an extra three to six hundred calories a day just digesting your food which is a fairly significant amount uh, the other thing is that in elite endurance athletes sometimes this can cause a drop off this diet can cause a drop off in athletic performance but since most of us are not elite endurance athletes it probably isn't going to matter the last con for this diet is it may create an unhealthy relationship with food simply because there are so many of the foods that are considered no-nos when you're on the keto diet. The next diet was Weight Watchers. Now, in Weight Watchers, you can eat anything you want to. Everything is assigned a point value, and you just have to budget your points. You get some zero-point foods. You get some whatever-point foods, and you have to keep your diet within those, that point value. So it's one of those you, you can eat what you want to. You just can't eat as much of everything as you want to. You also have a great support system. You meet on a weekly basis and discuss and, and you get support and you get ideas. So if you are someone who just needs that extra little push and somebody to guide you along the way and, and a little bit more coordination, Weight Watchers is a terrific program and they've got a very good track record. They also have a very good retention rate. I think that said that people that start 20 only 28 percent drop out in the first two years which is a tremendous success rate for a diet the only real cons to this the only real bad sides are that you have to go to the meeting every week or maybe you don't have to go every week but you have to go to the meetings so that takes some of your time if you're really time pressed and it's also not free they have to pay all the counselors and stuff so you it does cost more time and money than some of the other diets but if you're somebody that needs the extra little push and motivation it's a great diet plan and the last one was the mediterranean diet and in it, you eat mainly fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, nuts, fish, and white meat with some olive oil. You get a moderate amount of fermented dairy, um, some bread, some uh, red meat, 
and some red and white wine with your meal. But for the most part, it's a, a fruit and vegetable and whole grain heavy diet. Now, the problem with this is because you're allowed to eat just about anything, you really have to watch your own portion size. You know, the others, um, there there's catches to help keep you from eating too much. But this one, you could eat too much. So you have to monitor your own portion sizes. It's the least restrictive as to what you eat. Um, well, other than Weight Watchers. Um, so if you are one of these people that says, you know, I'm just not going to be able to give up such and such food, then you can probably maintain the Mediterranean diet. It's probably the most difficult one for weight loss. However, for your overall health, it is probably the best choice because it gives you mainly heart and well, whole body healthy foods. So bottom line, if you're somebody that can go a longer period of time without eating, but you, you don't mind binging and pausing and binging and pausing, basically, then intermittent fasting may be your thing. If you're somebody that's basically a carnivore anyway, and you just want to, you want the I love bacon diet, keto diet might be the thing for you. If you need somebody to hold your hand and support you through it, then I would suggest Weight Watchers. And if you're looking for just an overall healthier lifestyle, in addition to the weight loss, then the Mediterranean diet is probably the diet for you. However, any of these diets, even down to the junk food and Twinkie diet and the cabbage soup diet, they will work for you as long as you follow them. And that will make your weight loss journey and your fitness journey just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.